0: So money is brought to you by CNET, the site that shows how to navigate change all around us. So money episode thirteen fifty four, author Susie Moore on why we should stop saying should.
1: You're listening to So Money with award winning money guru Farnoosh Torabi. Each day, get a thirty minute dose of financial inspiration from the world's top business minds, authors, influencers, and from Farnoosh herself. Looking for ways to save on gas or double your double coupons? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. Seeking profound ways to live a richer, happier life? Welcome to So Money. I think like, I okay, I should invest in crypto because, why? Because someone said so, some prominent person said so. Because well, people Warren, are
0: getting rich. Yeah, well, people.
1: Warren Buffett just said, apparently, I just heard him say that if he had all the crypto in the world for 50 bucks,
0: he wouldn't buy it. You should buy a house. You should buy crypto. You should really be married by now. Welcome to So Money, everybody. I'm Farnoosh Chirapi. We're starting the week by busting the should myths. Our guest today is tired of it. She is My friend Susie Moore, and she always brings the good stuff to this podcast. If you aren't following Susie, I highly recommend it. It will make your life better. I mean, that's a guarantee. Susie Moore is a business and life coach. Her teachings span a global client base. She's been on the Today Show, Business Insider. She's been featured in Time Inc., Marie Claire, all of the places. She's written multiple books. Her latest book is called Let It Be Easy. She was on the podcast sharing all of the easy tricks. hacks that she has so that we can stop stressing and start living. The book is now a podcast and just interviewing greats like Susan Cain and Seth Godin. She'll talk a little bit about that. But most of our conversation centers on this troubling word called should. And you may have heard it today, you may have used it today, how we need to flip that narrative so that we can be kinder to ourselves and actually open ourselves up to more options and solutions. Here's Susie Moore. Susie Moore, welcome back. I just needed some Susie back on the show.
1: Panusha, <laughs> I, I love you so much. I'll speak to you any chance I get. Thank you for having me again.
0: Absolutely. You have a lot of exciting news on your end. You have a new podcast that I want to talk about. That's from your book, Let It Be Easy. Podcast yes. is called Let It Be Easy. So much that people wanted this content, you had to give them a podcast too. Oh, yes. Clearly. Um we're syncing up after you just did a whole workshop mm-hmm. chat to your community on this concept of should. <sighs> In, in the financial world, Susie, we often feel like there are these financial, like it's religion, like you have to, thou should, thou shall, you need to do these things in order to be, let's say, financially independent. You must buy a home. You must pay off all your debt. You must, 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 should, should, should. And it's, mm-hmm. it's anxiety producing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And guess what? It doesn't work. Any time we say I should, we're essentially saying I'm wrong. I was wrong or I will be wrong. (laughs) And how does that, like, how has that been working for you? If you've been using, sometimes we use the word should for 20 years for something that never changes. And I mean, I have an exercise I love to run people through when it comes to like their should list, because I've done this with lots of different people now. And sometimes you have one thing, sometimes you have a hundred things. Often I find it's five or six things that you
0: should we will get to this list, mm-hmm. but I first want to take a couple of steps back. And from your end, maybe I can even chime in too a little bit. It's like, mm-hmm. how do we arrive at this place of should? Mm-hmm. For me, it's parental influence. Mm-hmm. My mother, maybe it was her language barrier, well, I guess I'll give her that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but she was always like, you should do these things mm-hmm. as, and I think she even thought should because of where she was coming from or yep. how she was raised. It's mm-hmm. almost like we inherit this. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes, which is why it's so good to be conscious because there are like two shoulds, essentially. There are the shoulds that are assigned to us, which come from mom, come from dad, come from, you know, whichever kind of culture, city, friendship group, environment you live in, what other people want for you or what they think is good for you. And then there is the should, which is your own secret desire, something that you want where you're often just holding back. Maybe you're afraid to take action, but there's something that you want and you haven't done it yet, or you haven't gone for it yet. And it's really important to identify who this should belongs to. Like, is it yours, or is it? Was it never even yours in the first place? Mm-hmm. So, are there any good shoulds? <laughs> well, no, no, no good shoulds. No, no. <laughs> there, there, there's good. If I really wanted to, I could. That's okay. It's good, which is always how I love to reframe the question. So if it's a, you know, I should, I love to say, I should write, write down your list, simple, whatever they are. I should cook. I should have kids. I should save more money. I should get a job. I should run my own business. It's endless. I should call my mom. I should, da, 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 it's, It never ends. Uh, okay. I should. And then you, you write the simple word because. <laughs> Any of them. I should because it'll make my dad proud. I should because my best friend is pregnant and she thinks that we should just do it together. Like I should because that's what responsible people do, right? Like where is it coming from? Like mm-hmm. even just the, the, the conscious pausing and saying because
0: we never do this punish, like never. No. Like I should because. How did you realize this was something you needed to talk to your community about? You're a life coach, you're a positivity coach. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is the du jour topic. Mm -hmm. Why?
1: Well, our problems, the, the root of our problems is a lack of examining the beliefs that we're holding, right? So there is suffering that we experience if we think that we're doing something wrong. Right. So, for the very first step, which most people don't do because we're not taught this, right? It's so easy to not be conscious. The very first step is to identify the truth in the thought and belief that you're that you're fostering. So, if you think, for example, I should. Um, so one of my shirts actually funny is I should work more because I don't work that much, many hours in a day compared to most people. And so I think, you know, I should work more because everyone else, why? Okay. I should work more because I see people working a lot. I should work more because other people do. I can always be increasing my output. It feels like it's more fair to work in line with the average person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like does that actually feel true and hold any real clout when I question it? Like Mm -hmm. I should work more hours in a day because I see other people work more hours than me. Like if I, if I just look at that, like as a fact, like I should work more because other people work more hours. Like, is there truth in that?
0: No. (laughs) But, Susie, I'll take you to task. Some things you should do. Uh, Like what? Like, I hope my kids aren't listening to this podcast because (laughs) I will tell them you should brush your teeth. You should be polite. You should Mm -hmm. go to bed on time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm talking like parents to kids. But even as adults, like, I really should eat less sugar.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so because uh, so, okay,
0: okay so I feel I will feel better mm-hmm. I will uh, have more energy mm-hmm. I will sleep better mm-hmm. I will be able to cut cravings so okay so let's let's
1: use that one I should eat le- less sugar so is that yours or is that someone else's well I didn't come up with that okay, okay. <laughs> but if <laughs> you really- that's what the medical community is saying right okay so if if I should eat less sugar okay so that Is that actually something that's true for you in your heart? You believe that? Or are you like, I'm just reading all the wellness vlogs
0: and sugar is the devil? I think it's the latter. I think it's the influence. Yeah, I wouldn't, (laughs) truthfully, I think I eat pretty healthily. I think um, I'm normal. I'm a normal human. I -hmm. I cheat, quote unquote cheat. And this Mm -hmm. is all like, this is all toxic language, you know? Mm -hmm. You should just, I don't know. I'm not a health expert, (laughs) but I, I do think that you should be more conscious about what you're putting in your body for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. So if someone says, you know, I should eat less sugar and just say that that came from you, not from a wellness blog, but you did it before and it felt really good yeah, and you just didn't continue it for whatever reason. So I'd go, I should eat less sugar because it makes me feel good. I feel better when when I'm in sync with a, a low sugar diet, for example. I would then say, okay, if I really wanted to, I could eat less sugar. Could. Yeah, Again. Could. Yeah. yeah. And so already it's a not a shaming voice. It's mm. if I really wanted to, I do. If I really wanted to, I could, you come back to your truth. This is just, a, this is just truth. If you really wanted to, you could. No one's standing there with a gun, like saying, here are your gummy bears. Here's your, you know, chocolate eclair. If you really wanted to, you could. Already a reframe back to the truth, your own power. And then I would say, okay, so if you really wanted to, you could, it's your own desire. It's not from somebody else. Um, so why, like, why haven't you, or why don't you?
0: Interesting. Okay. This It's all psychology. I was talking to a parent once, and she was saying how her son, one of the tricks that she implemented to mm-hmm. get him to do his homework, mm-hmm. initially she was saying, you should do your homework. Mm-hmm. And then he, I think out of his own rebellion or for whatever reason was like, I'm not doing it. She mm-hmm. said, all right, you could choose not to do your homework, mm-hmm. but also what is the consequence of that? Like you have to own that consequence. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that too, because sometimes we avoid the shoulds because we don't like the way it's being communicated to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, it, that requires a reframe sometimes, Yeah but also assuming the responsibility or the consequences of not doing that thing. So Mm -hmm. I always say you should invest in your 401k. If you have Mm -hmm. access to one, you're lucky because not all employers get one. And don't you want to take care of your future self? I know it's hard. I know that we have a lot of demanding financial needs today, competing financial needs, but Mm -hmm. if you could, you should, is my Mm -hmm. thing on Mm -hmm. certain financial steps. Now, Mm -hmm. again, take my advice or leave it. But also, if you don't do it, I'm also going to tell you what's on the other side of that. Yes. You're okay with it again, your life, your choice. But I think it's like my job, right? I can't sleep (laughs) at night knowing that I didn't give people the full examination. Yes. But the the way that you're approaching
1: it, Fanush, is like this is, this is, you know, Benefits, risks, etc. Like you're the expert. We come to you for that. We all love you for this. Okay. And when you say you, you should, what you're saying is my opinion is like this mm-hmm. is this is a good idea. And you follow up with why and and or why not and what could happen if you do or you don't. The word should here is almost like a semantic because you're generous with information. You're not telling someone the way like the way to live their life. It's like this is what I know. This is what I believe. Of course, it's your money, right? Do your thing. That is, that's generous, right? Mm. And and if you say you, you should as an opinion, then it's my opinion, then it's up to me whether or not I receive that from you. But I don't Understand. have to take, I don't have to take your should and apply it to me.
0: <laughs> like I, I
1: mean I could and not pre That's why I, I think, love so. you Susie
0: because you give us permission to do us mm-hmm. you give us options you're mm-hmm. teaching us how to be kinder to ourselves and to mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. to eliminate the word should or be more mindful of when we're using it and putting it in context and giving people mm-hmm. the sort of the, the before and the after of that should
1: yes and the kids example I love because kids are smart like mm-hmm. and you know they know what what, there are there are consequences to their actions. They know what will happen if they don't care if, take care of their teeth. They know what will happen if they don't do their homework. They know what will happen if they don't eat their dinner. Like they know what will happen if they don't share their toys. They know, right? And and when we say, well, I would ask you this: when someone says to you, you should punish you should, hey, actually, oh. wait, you should you should wear this. You uh, how do you receive that? Like my heart
0: rate goes up. <laughs> I
1: know. And I'm just like, I don't want this person in my field, like my energy. It's like, yes. so like, Hey, you should be doing Like people always say to you, like all the time, you should be doing this with your career. You should like, you need, you should be doing another
0: book. You should, you should it's shaming. Yeah. It's like, according to you and thank you for your, interest. and it puts into question, even if you're in a good place, it puts into question everything you've believed and followed. And it creates, I think a lot of, um, unnecessary uncertainty in your life Mm -hmm. when before you were very certain Mm -hmm. and sometimes we get the should message without the use of the word should we are on instagram and social media all the time seeing how others are living and we do this to ourselves subconsciously our mind goes look at how much fun susie's having not working (laughs) i should work less
1: Uh, oh but but the thing is maybe you shouldn't work less you see, it's like, so I should work less because, mm-hmm. ooh, because Susie does. That's a terrible reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? I should work more because Farnoosh does. Well, what's that got to do with me? Like what, what, what a wonderful woman is doing in New Jersey, is, it's got nothing to do with my life down here. You know, mm-hmm. or if someone's like, uh, and this is when the self should come, you know, comes up, like you just mentioned, if someone's on Instagram and they look, you know, they look amazing and they're in, I don't know, Bali, and, oh, I should go to Bali. Why? Because this stranger is in Bali and she looks like she's having a really good breakfast. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible reason to do something, yes. you know? So identifying it, it's like this dirty word. Whenever I hear it, I had a kid say it in the elevator the other day. I wanted to like press the emergency button <laughs> and go, whoa, whoa. Honey, no, like you can just say like, if you really want to, you could, like if I really wanted to go to Bali and have that, you know, acai bowl thing, I could, but it's actually not even what I want. So why would I suffer over something that I'm not doing or the absence of something or think that I'm failing at something when it's not even... Meant for me. It's right. not even
0: my desire. Like we don't need to suffer. It's FOMO. This. I should invest in crypto. I should buy oh. a house. Mm-hmm. I should retire early. I should pay down my mortgage faster. Mm-hmm. These are all the things that this is again the gospel of personal finance sometimes, and I just want to show up and pop my head, rear my head, and go no. <laughs> I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It could. You don't have yeah. to. There's it. Like there's another way. And if I think like I okay, I
1: should invest in crypto because why? Because someone said so, some prominent person said so. Because people are
0: getting rich. Yeah, people.
1: Warren Buffett just said, I just heard him say that if he had all the crypto in the world for 50 bucks, he wouldn't buy it. You know, so like what, let's just, let's also just like come back to perspective because the should, Mm -hmm. we're often on like a weird ego trip too. And we're sucked into a vortex of someone else or some other group. So when you put a because after your should, and then if it's still there, go, if I really wanted to, I could, and then go, okay, why haven't I? And then identify really what it is. It's either holding you back or just release the lie and have a lot of relief because that should no longer belongs to you or it never belonged in the first place. And you finally identified that. Perfect.
0: Nice little bow on that. You did this whole 90 minute conversation with your community on this Mm -hmm. recently. What were some of the questions that popped up? Where are people still stuck?
1: People think that they should be cleaning perfectly, cooking perfectly. Still?
0: Yeah, still. They
1: think that they should be uh, living close to their parents. Uh huh. That's another. Well, one it's helpful. Yeah, it, it is helpful, but it's not always possible. Not and it's always. Not always I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to live near I my. I don't place. know. Like parents. <laughs> but but like again, like if you if I really wanted to live near my parents, like my, I have one living parent, my mom If I really wanted to live in England, I could. Mm -hmm. So already then that just makes me feel better. What else came up today? Oh yeah. Relationships with family, the obligations we feel like I should make more of an effort. I should be more available. I should be taking greater care of other people. You know, taking as as humans, I think, especially as, especially as women, we assume a lot of responsibility for Mm -hmm. others. It's just, it's naturally there. Um, also I should have kids. That's an interesting one, right? Like I should have kids. According to who? Like you're often are your friends with kids or your mother or your mother-in-law or your grandma or another uh, woman was like, I should be married. I'm 35. Is
0: it true? Well, could she? I mean, here's the thing too. Some things are not in your control. That's right. That- so would you put a should next to something that's not even in your control
1: really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- what are you hoping that will do for you? If, if I'm like, oh, I should be married because I'm 35 and you're not married. Do you think that me saying I should be married is going to help me. (laughs) Like I I would say this, I should be married. Why? Because, because I want to be like, if if you haven't prioritized it. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, see that's the thing I should say, you know, you should be married because, because I'm 35. Okay. And like, and Mm -hmm. what people get married at all sorts of faith and, and not at all. Like there's no right or wrong way to live your life. And then it turns out that that was like a really a parental and grandparent, push like you should be married because you're like you're getting older like that's what, so it's not even her desire to be married. Interesting.
0: Yeah. We did a whole podcast on this. By whole I mean 7 minutes, but Ooh, love. This is um your new podcast is called Let It Be Easy. I think you're having a lot of fun with this podcast. You're doing these truncated episodes, short but sweet and po- packed with a punch. Some of them. Some of them are longer. Some of them are 40 minutes. Tell us about Let It Be Easy the podcast.
1: Ooh, well, Fanush, I think about the way that we describe successful, you know, women, you know, we say they're fierce, fierce. you know, badass, fearless, you know, they, they, they can do it all. They're strong. I mean, in my, in my opinion, the real rebellion, the real joy, the real uh, goal is to be the relaxed woman. <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean I, I'm very lucky to know a lot of these women who are fierce badass well known Forbes blah 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 I love I,
0: it I'm like oh I'm i uh, I'm a Susie you need to write that book I mean it's kind of like what let it be easy is but to put it yeah. in the context of the the women ambitious the female ambition women. right yes that, right because it's often synonymous with these really aggressive terms that not everybody relates to. And frankly, doesn't always mean a better life mm-hmm. oh, at the end of the day, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: And like, and, and think about it, like what's the goal of all the goals of being so badass and fierce and fearless and strong and all those words we use to describe very successful people. It's like, so that we can have freedom, right? So that we can make a difference and so that we can enjoy ourselves. And I know a lot of people doing really great, cool things, but they're sweating, they're hard on themselves. They think they're missing out. It's never enough, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, you know, this moment is your life. Mm-hmm. and to to miss out on th- the presence of it and like the the core purpose of our life is to enjoy it and we don't do that when we're stressed out like mm-hmm. we we cannot we, we, we shut down we're, our brain essentially shuts down when we experience long-term stress i'm like i'm not doing that and i just feel like this is the most rebellious thing i could do as a woman like to not be stressed out to be like how are things yeah good actually how are you feeling calm mm-hmm. what are you doing today actually not that much today.
0: How yeah, about that? And people get annoyed. <laughs> oh, they
1: do. How and can you yeah. be successful if you're not always stressed and tired and running out of time? That's a belief to examine. You have to be running out of time and always sweating to be successful, is it? I don't know. Could there be another way? I, I know that there is another way. Is it just
0: way. the Miami speaking? Because you went been to Miami <laughs> recently and I have to wonder how influential that was it the climate that's speaking. Oh, look, it's definitely There's definitely
1: a focus on pleasure in Miami, which I think is why I was attracted to being here, mm-hmm. you know, but look, your your environment does matter. This That's why it's so important to be conscious and seek out like different ways of looking at the world, different I mean, I think the, the let it be easy message is connecting because we've just resisted ease for so long. Like ease isn't a goal. Like ease has never been a, like, Hey, I want more ease in my life. People don't say that. They say, I want more money, want more responsibility,
0: want more power, want more. So that I can then have an easy life. They think those are the ingredients for ease. Yeah. Which sometimes can be, look, money can make your life easier. It can. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I'm all about money. Like I love making money. Like what a joy and a privilege to be able to make money, like to have have more than enough. Like, yes, but, but does it, is a stressful experience required? Like, Mm -hmm. that's the question. Like, do you have to be so stressed out? Sometimes even just that thought is like the very first time someone's ever, entertained it. Like, well, it's just accepted that this is how it is. And I don't know about that. I really, I think that we're doing ourselves a disservice. Also, it's proven that stress shuts down the creative center in our brain. We don't get our best ideas. And then- you know our nervous system is damaged over time we have high blood pressure cuz we're living on you know stress 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 what if like what if we could just look at our experience a little differently and mm. review our options take a breath like see what else could be available and i tell you if you if, if you're willing to uh, explore ease play around with ease a bit more ask yourself how things can be easy it's incredible to how generous that is to other people Mm-hmm. Because if everyone's stressed out, the stress elevates, right? If one person is calm and enters a room, it changes the energy.
0: Well, just to give people something to look forward to on your podcast as well, you interviewed Susan Kane recently. Oh, she yes. is the mega best selling author, TED Talker, the book that she wrote that pretty much changed the conversation around introverts. Oh quiet, right? The power Mm -hmm. of introverts in a world that can't stop talking. Mm -hmm. And she has a new book out uh, called Bittersweet, How Mm -hmm. Sorrow and Longing Make Us Whole. And this is really her championing our overlooked feelings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell me what you took away most from your time with Susan and hopefully she'll come on So Money as well. Yes, she
1: will. I think she's very excited to speak to you, Farnoosh. Uh, When I ask, this is my favorite part, actually, before the interview. My favorite part of the interview is before the interview, sadly not recorded. So she knew bittersweet number one New York times bestseller, big time author. She's been working on this book for seven years. And so of course I'm very prepared going in for our, you know, our conversation. And I said, you know, how are you doing this week? Cause it was, the book was released the, that day or the day before. I can't remember, but very busy, busy week. She's got all the podcasts, all the TV, everything. And she's like, I'm really calm. And I was like, I've never, That before, (laughs) and I was like, "You're on the right podcast, my friend," because she's like, "Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm just so grateful, and I'm, you know, she created this book, Bittersweet, which is essentially how you know the human experience. We're complex beings, right, as humans, and often we'll see something and it makes us. So, you know, an example that we spoke about in our interview was as soon as if I go to an arrivals section of an airport to pick up a friend or a relative. It's very exciting the arrivals area, right? It's like, you know, heightened emotion and you get to see each other, it's hugs and tears. There's also a sorrow in the arrivals area because you know the te- you know it's temporary. You know, soon you'll be back again at departures. And essentially she breaks down how sorrow and joy are two sides of the same coin that to be expected you know your kids every every year they go up in school there's a sadness
0: right. on lo- and excitement on the oh last my God, we're day. crying all of us are crying at the bus stop on the first oh. day of kindergarten because we're like really yeah. Happiness and uh, it's a, it's a beginning and an ending at the same time. So yes, yes, it's and interesting. We're talking a lot about emotions and feelings and validating them now more than ever. Whereas mm-hmm. before, maybe we were only talking about promoting happiness. Yes, and happiness, happy. It was a whole industry, mm-hmm. and I I like where we are now in that mm-hmm. we're acknowledging and giving validity to things like crying. Yes. And regret, I think it was, uh, who wrote the book about regret recently that I love? Daniel uh, Pink. Daniel Pink, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Susan's book on sorrow. And I love it. I love it all. And I think your, your thesis on giving yourself more permission to be kinder to yourself mm-hmm. as opposed to tougher on yourself, which is what we think we have to be to be quote unquote successful, mm-hmm. the athletic mentality. Yes. Doesn't work. Doesn't
1: oh, work. Well, I would say this: if you've been even it
0: works if you're training for the Olympics, but even those folks have to take a break. Even and they do a
1: lot of positive mental things. Yes, they, they're not like I suck at this. They're like I'm getting better every day. I'm yep. strong, and it's so it, it, yeah, it's so interesting. Um There's an old quote that I love: "You've been criticizing yourself for years." Like, how's that worked out for you? Like, try loving yourself, see what happens. Like, <gasps> and this is like the mat, like the mat. And even like with sorrow and joy, like, what if we don't resist sorrow? Like, mm-hmm. when we resist it, it, it becomes big and scary. And why am I feeling sad? What about you're a human being and it's okay? Mm-hmm. And all things are temporary. Like, there's such an ease and beauty and truth to all of that. And if something brings me peace, if something reduces my
0: stress, being relaxed is my highest priority. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> Do you know? I was, I was, I'll end on this anecdote. I was probably 30 and I had been laid off, and I was kind of in between gigs and like trying to figure out my. Trying to land mm-hmm. on my feet. And I took a job at CBS, uh, overnight anchoring, my first time ever mm-hmm. actually live anchoring, reading a teleprompter. Scary stuff, but low stakes because it's overnight and who's really watching. Mm-hmm. And one time I arrived, it was like 3 a.m. and I forgot my contact lenses. And I'm blind without my contact oh. lenses. And I just said to myself, okay. I'm not gonna beat myself up over this. It's literally an eight minute cab to my apartment if I go, I know exactly where the contacts are. I have the cab waiting. I get back in, I get back to the studio. I'll be back here in 20 minutes. My hits in 30 minutes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make, and I, and I totally, like if I had been panicked at that moment, I would have completely, I don't know what I would have done. I would have had to get a substitute to read the news. And I remember telling this story to a colleague after all of a sudden down, I was like, you won't even believe it. She's like, did you leave and come back? Like what happened to you? So yeah, I, I went for a little trip to my, back to my apartment, could pop in my contact lenses. She's, Like, how are you so relaxed? Like, you were the most relaxed person in this newsroom. And I said, because in my mind, it was all going to work out. Not just because I was confident that I was going to get the contact lenses, but I thought to myself, if somebody has to fill in for me, they'll have to fill in for me and life will go on. Like, I'm not going to sit here and just overwhelm myself with all these negative thoughts, what's the point of that? If there's a solution, oh, yeah. even if it's not an ideal solution, there's a solution.
1: There's a solution. I love what you just said too, that you were just confident you could get it done. The word confidence comes from the origin word confida in Latin, meaning to trust. To trust. And yeah. it, to trust. And this is kind of where trust comes in. And if you feel like you haven't got a lot of trust with yourself, with the universe, however you look at it, I would look at your history and see how well things have worked out until yeah. this Yeah.
0: And I have to say it felt so good to be complimented for being relaxed. Because it's such a rarity. And and let me tell
1: you something, funny When you when you're relaxed in the newsroom, you are a gift to that yes. newsroom. Because we yeah. don't need another Where is it?
0: The world is scary enough. Why add to it? Why add to it? Susie Moore, thank you so much. Let it be easy. A book, a podcast. You can find all her links on our show notes. Be back anytime. Okay. Thank you, Funny. Thank you. Thanks so much to Susie for joining us. Her book and podcast again, it's called Let It Be Easy. Her website is susie-more.com. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you back here on Wednesday, and I hope your day is so money.